All characters and events in this series, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional, and all voices are impersonated. This series contains strong language and adult content, so listener discretion is advised. Even years later, I can mark that moment as when it all changed. When everything got a little... darker. Made me feel different about... everyone. And it all came down to one little girl. One goddamn name. Lindsay D. Lohan. I was only 22, and it was the summer after I graduated college. Did my best Dustin Hoffman impression and sat in a pool for 23 hours out of the day. My dad finally decided I was eating too many of his veggie sausage links and got me a job. Some rich guy he knew needed some security at his production company. I was an English major, so I was a perfect fit. All I knew about the movie was that it was starring a couple of kids. Off I went to Lake Arrowhead in San Bernardino, wondering how hard it would be to protect a couple of kids. A large man with a green polo tucked exclusively into his ass met me as I pulled up to set. He had a little badge on his breast pocket that looked homemade. You the new one then? What gave me away? You're too eager. Is that discouraged? It's 5 a.m. It's not encouraged. Well, put it there. I'm marzipan. I'll try to be less eager. His hand enveloped mine. The hair across his wrist made it look like a raccoon had eaten my right hand. I pulled it free, proving to myself that it was still attached. Well, what kind of name is Marzipan? Are you always as polite? You got a mouth on you, huh? I got a whole bunch of body parts, thank you very much. But the mouth is the only one I'm using against you. All right, Jesus, settle down. I'm not trying to fight you. My name's fucking Dave. Pleased to meet you. <sighs> You're making fun of my name, fucking Dave? Hey, you don't call me fucking Dave. I'm just Dave to you. Only my friends call me fucking Dave. You're gonna have a hard time stopping me from calling you fucking Dave after you introduced yourself as fucking Dave. What is your problem? I'm just here to work. <laughs> Fucking Dave took me on a golf cart around the set. He didn't seem to have a real job other than waving to people. I fought my disinterest and asked the question. So why do you need more security? Oh, just a safety precaution. Well, that's not really an answer. It wasn't supposed to be an answer. Look, so I don't know what I'm here for. What am I supposed to do? Today's the big fencing scene. Just stay out of everyone's way and don't bother anyone on set, especially Lindsay and Sydney. Just let me know if you see anything suspicious. Got it? Got it. Where are you going? Away from you. Let you know if I see anything ambitious. I said... Or anything delicious. Or repetitious. Or repetitious. Or repetitious. College fucks these kids up, I swear to God. Fucking Dave told me the movie was starring these two young twin girls, Lindsay and Sydney. The studio was being hush-hush about the whole thing. They were going to unleash them on the world with the release of the movie. I felt bad for the girls. I don't know any kids whose lives were improved by fame. As I came out of this inner monologue, I found myself behind some trailer parks. I took out my one-hitter and started smoking before I heard some voices inside one of the trailers. The curtains on the window gave me a small line of sight. I saw a young girl. She sat straight up on the corner of her bed. 
She wanted attention and wasn't getting enough. An adult woman with expensive-looking, cheap lipstick stood looking at her phone. When's Dad coming back? I miss him. I don't know. Soon. I don't understand what he did wrong. He wasn't supposed to come see you in Napa. He was supposed to stay in New York. But why was he supposed really, to- Really, Sydney, can we talk about something else? This is the biggest role of your life, and you're not in the least bit focused. Do you want to be stuck doing old Navy commercials for the rest of your life? I am focused. You're the one on her phone. Sending out emails for you. Calling people for you. Making life easier for you so you can focus on nailing this role. I don't ask you to do those things. Who would do them? If not me. I could just not act. You're talking stupid now. Why don't you give Lindsay a hard time like this? I treat both of you equally. Now stop all this nonsense and take a seat and concentrate on what we're shooting today. You need to bring your game today, Sydney. It's a big day. I'll leave you now. Makeup's gonna be here in 20. I'm worried, Mommy. What are you worried about? About everything. About Daddy and me and Lindsay. Don't worry about your sister. Just worry about yourself and this movie. And once this movie comes out, you'll have absolutely nothing at all to worry about. Now get dressed. I gotta make some calls. Okay. Thanks, Mommy. The girl started coming towards the window. I tried to duck out of sight, but she saw me. Is that pot? Um... No? Do you want to come inside? With the pot? Either way. She was sitting on the table when I walked in the trailer. She was young, not yet a teenager. She was beautiful. You could tell she was about to be famous. Still, she had warmth. I approached her. I'm not supposed to talk to you. Why not? You're too famous for me. I'm not famous yet. Who are you? Marzipan. I'm the new security guard. You're the new security guard? Why did you italicize the you? You don't look very strong. I'm nifty. What can you do? I can quip. Were you eavesdropping on me out there? No, I was smoking. And snooping. It's okay. I don't mind. Sometimes I like to imagine there's someone watching me. That's my worst fear. Not in a creepy way, just like keeping an eye out for me. Makes me feel like I matter. Someone really cares. People are going to care a whole lot about you after this movie. Hmm. I hope so. Can I smoke some pie? You seem too young for that. <laughs> some guy offered me ecstasy last night. You seem too young for that, too. Come on, pot never killed anyone. She took the one hitter from my hands and I let her. She had such confidence it was impossible to say no. I didn't want to say no. I wanted her to think I was cool. I wanted to smoke pot with her. Oh, hey, 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 are, are you okay? Here, take, take some water. Sorry, just a little cough I have. Sydney took an inhaler out of her back pocket, shook it, and breathed in. Oh, I wouldn't have let you smoke if I knew you had asthma. It's not that big of a deal. My dad worries, too. He drove across the country to see me when I had an asthma attack in Napa. Where's he now? I don't know. My mom says he's home now, but I don't think that's true. He would have called by now. He always calls. I felt more in these last two minutes with Sydney than I had in the last two months combined. I felt like I had woken from a long, boring dream. The question nagged at me again. Can I ask you something? Okay. Why did they hire me? Why do they need more security here? Oh, well, they didn't tell you? I was only told to leave you and your sister alone. We've been getting some letters. You and my sister? Creepy kind of stuff. It's weird, every word is a different color. Can you read me a letter? 
They're not very imaginative. <clears throat> I'm going to fucking kill your heart with my bare hands and then eat your heart with my mouth. Oh, how else would he eat it? My mom says it's no big deal. She says it'll happen a lot more once the movie comes out. I can't imagine getting used to a letter like that. I'm sure he's just sick and lonely. I wish I could give him a hug. I bet he'd like me if he met me. Yeah, or he'd just eat your heart. Why'd they even let you see those letters? You're too young to read that stuff. We wanted to see the letters for ourselves. Lindsay and I are pretty convincing. Have you ever tried to say no to twins? Um, I'm not sure it's ever come up. Makeup. One second. Who was the mail delivered to on set? Lenny. Oldest guy with a windbreaker. Farts a lot, too. Where's a windbreaker and breaks wind, you know? Oh, I know. <laughs> are you a detective? No. But I am security. Will you take on my case? Marzipan, I really need your help. I'm scared of this guy. Sydney, can I please come in? How much of a commitment are we talking here? Marzipan, please. I looked at Sydney's clenched fists and her pleading eyes. Her bottom lip vibrated. I didn't want her to cry. Either she was truly scared or the greatest actor of all time. Maybe this is what people did after graduation. They solved cases. I'll do it, Sydney. Thank you, Marzipan. I'm coming in. Who are you? I'm the new security. Smells like pot in here. That's why I'm here. I'm investigating. Do you have an alibi for 20 minutes ago? I was in her sister Lindsay's trailer doing her makeup. Yeah, I'll have to see if your story checks out. Nice meeting you, Sydney. Bye, Marzipan. Oh, by the way, what's the movie called? The Parent Trap. It's a remake. I walked out of the trailer and looked for shade. I tried to understand what I had just agreed to. The sun was starting to rise and the weed was making me feel anxious. The next trailer over opened suddenly. I tried to turn away, but spinning always makes me sneeze. Uh, excuse me, do you work here? It was the same person, but somehow completely different. Everything I liked about Sydney looked ugly on Lindsay. There was no grace about her, nothing natural. You didn't want to look at her so much as she was forcing you to. I backed up a step. Do you work here or not? I do. I'm the new security. <laughs> you smell like weed. Yeah, I'm investigating about that. I think the makeup lady might be a pothead. Yeah... I don't think well, so. Well, I'm still gathering evidence. Okay, well, I need you to do something for me. I'm not actually supposed to talk to you. I need you to tell Nancy. You know Nancy, the director? I do not know her. I need you to tell Nancy that the next time she mixes me and Sydney up, I will walk off this set. And she can figure out a way to get Sydney to play both of our parts. That happened a lot? People mixing you up? All the time. See, I feel like I could very easily tell you guys apart. Actually, just I met your sister a second ago, actually. Right, she... so I've told you what I needed to say, so I don't need to be here anymore. So I'm going to walk away. I'm actually already working for your sister. I'm investigating those threatening letters. Those letters are addressed to me, too. Well, then I guess I'm working for you, too. I don't need you. Thanks. Just pass my message along to Nancy. It's been a pleasure. You reek of weed and sarcasm. Just then, a producer whisked Lindsay away. I followed her onto set where a group of girls dressed for camp waited. This was the big fencing scene. 
The director looked stressed, so I figured Lindsay's message could wait. Lindsay glared at me anyway, egging me on. I walked toward Miss Myers and then veered right as she unhinged her jaw. All right, people. This is what we've been working for. Let's make sure everything is where it needs to be and let's nail this on the first try. What do you say? Lindsay, Sydney, are we ready? Yep. Ready whenever you are. All right, places, everyone. Lindsay and Sydney stood across from each other in their fencing outfits, totally locked in. They both looked like stars. The other one, each other's only equal. Roll sound, please. Sound. We're rolling. And action. Sydney was writhing on the ground. She was supposed to fall into a bucket of water, but the bucket was empty. The crowd was around her in a second, and paramedics were called. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw someone run off. No one else seemed to notice. Everyone was focused on Sydney. I took off after him. Fucking Dave had left his golf cart sitting around because I assume he wanted me to steal it. I quickly caught up with the man and nipped at his heel with my front wheels, causing him to fall. He was an old man, and I felt bad as soon as he collapsed to the ground. He stayed lying on his stomach, looking straight up at me. Why were you running from the scene of the crime? Because I'm scared. Scared of what? The witch. What are you talking about? Uh, there was water in that bucket a second ago. Someone witched it out right before Sydney fell, I'm telling You're you. You're saying someone made the water disappear? Just like that. It was there, then it wasn't. One second, splash, the next, go bluey. Do you know who it is? I have no idea. It could be anyone. It could be you. It's probably not you because you just got here, but it could be anyone. Are you... Lenny, by any chance? What, because I wear a windbreaker and I break wind? Uh, yes. You know, I fed them that line. I wear the windbreaker to encourage that joke, and they act like they're making fun of me. So, when did you start receiving the hate mail? Just last week. I got a note on Monday, and then another on Tuesday, and then three on Wednesday, and then... Wait, no, only two on Wednesday, but two also on... Okay, great. Wait, you didn't let me finish. And three on Friday, and then uh, none so far today. Okay, are, are they delivered with the rest of the mail? Oh, no, they're delivered right to my desk. While I'm away, you know, when I go to the bathroom or something, I'll come back and there will be this little note. Did you read them? Feh, such filth. Why didn't you get someone to watch your desk while you were gone? Why do I come to your job and tell you how to do it? What is your job, anyway? I'm the new security. You? I can provide better security than you. I've got wit. Whoa, Lenny! Hey, the joke doesn't work unless I fart, too. The joke already worked. You're an old guy in a windbreaker. I can assume you fart constantly. I fart when I need to. I'm not going to hold it in for anyone. They can pull the plug on me if they want me to hold it in. Is there anything else you can tell me about the letters, Lenny? You, uh, doing some detective work? I dabble. I already solved the case of who was smoking the pot. Was it you? It was. You know, there was something kind of weird. I love weird things. I ran back to the set, high on the information that I had just learned. No one greeted me when I got back. No one was in sight. Fucking Dave was the only thing proving to me that humanity still existed. Where's my golf cart? Oh, I knew there was something I forgot. It's about 400 feet that away. There may be an old man lying underneath it. You should be fired. The operative word being should. Listen, Lenny told me something about the hate mail. The hate mail you never even mentioned to me? You didn't ask about it. I didn't know to. So what'd you learn? Why should I tell you anything? Do whatever you want, but maybe I got information that could help you with this little case you're investigating. 
I know you've been playing like you're a detective around here. Hey, if you're unhappy with my interpretation of the job, you could explain to me what security entails, other than fucking waving. It entails staying out of everyone's way, which is just about the only thing you haven't done around here. You want to know what Lenny told me? He told me that the hate notes were addressed to Sydney. Only Sydney. But by the time Lenny gets the letters to the Lohans, someone else has written Lindsay. I think maybe it's just Sydney who's being targeted for some reason, but someone else is trying to make it seem like they're both being targeted. Well, shit. I know! Hey, where is everybody? I want to tell them. Well, Sydney's in the hospital being looked at, and then, well, everyone else is out searching. Searching for what? Lindsay. She's gone. Lindsay was produced by Alex Genty Waxberg, Hannah Worker, Isabel Platt, and Rachel Aronoff. Sound design and editing by Hannah Worker. Music by Tree Palmado. With performances by Annie Fox as Marzipan, Gideon Saltzman Gubbe as Fucking Dave, Eileen Vecti as Lindsay and Sydney Lohan, Olivia Jampol as Mommy Dearest slash Makeup Lady, Nicole Klein as Nancy Myers, Nate Ratner as Lenny, and Robert Bowles as The Voice.